0: Welcome back, guys, to the Be Human podcast. And um, on this episode, we're going to hear from Aisha a lot because she's been away for seven days at a wonderful retreat. So, Aisha, do you want to tell us um, where you were and what you were doing there?
1: Sure. Hey, guys. I'm glad to be back. We've taken a little bit of a break, and that's because I was away. Um, I was away at the Dr. Joe Dispenza week-long advanced week long retreat which this is my second time um we're waiting australia was waiting for him it's been a couple of years since he was here due to good old covid but uh he was back and let me just let me just put it this way it was the most life changing week in my whole life why is that <coughs> Well, look, what I love about Dr. Joe is that he really tackles the unlimitedness of ourselves and our possibilities and who we are with so many angles. So with the information, with the science, with the spirituality, with breath work, with meditation – And I just feel like he is such an incredible human being, so that he doesn't exclude a group. Like he doesn't, um, you know, just only be all about spirituality and the woo woo stuff. And so the people that are a little bit more logical minded and need a little bit more proof and reasoning and the science are excluded and not invited in. So, and it really helps because I feel like. Information is very important, especially in these days. Um, Quality of information is very crucial too, not just information, because you can get information from Google too, but not everything is, you know, legit. So I think his quality of service, his quality of um, all the scientists and testings that he actually um, is a part of is such high quality that it, it, it's inclusive of a lot of people who wouldn't come into this kind of work. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a massive, massive um, leader in giving back power to the people. I love that he's so humble and he doesn't um, put himself on a pedestal and, and um, you know, make it out like only he's capable of what he's created and only he's capable of tapping into this intelligent mm-hmm. intelligence and... Um, he has developed a formula which he has tested over and over again um, that truly works and, you know, gives back the power to us and for us to create the life that we want. And that's why it's incredible because how amazing is it to – yes, we've all been told that you create the life you want, but now he's proving it with um, the science. It's an incredible time, my friend, incredible.
0: All right, so he's a legit – He's a legitimate guy that, you know, uses, like you said, he's got all the scientists, he's got scientists behind him, he's got, um, you know, facts behind him. He doesn't preach or say things and then can't back it up in a way. Um, Now, for people who don't actually know who Joe Dispenza is, or Dr. Joe Dispenza, I should say, um, a bit of his story was, what I know of him, is that he, was he doing triathlons Mm -hmm. or something like this? And he... um, he got hit by a, a car or like something a truck, like a a, truck yeah. or something on his on his bicycle right mm-hmm. and um basically he started to you know he didn't just give up i guess on what the outcome was told to him by by doctors he decided to heal himself right through mm-hmm. his own you know i don't know neu- neuroscience and brain power and so what what, hi- what happened
1: was that yes he was Badly injured, actually. Mm. Uh, his spine was damaged and he was told that he had to have this certain surgery in order to be able to walk again. Mm-hmm. But also um, told that the surgery might also make it worse. Uh, but...
0: Which is a common thing now. Yeah. With every surgery we hear just about, they tell you the risks. And yeah. look, it might fix you, might yeah. help you, but it might make things worse. But they the still
1: push for the surgery. Yeah. They still... Mm-hmm. So, the, so the top four um, surgeons in America at that time actually all said to him, you have to have the surgery no matter what.
0: Cheching. ching Yeah. Because the money. <laughs> no, I th- I yeah. genuinely
1: think they think that was the only way too yeah. because yeah. it's quite incredible what he did.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if you're not, um, if you're only, I guess, if your perception is only, you know, a narrow 3D, three-dimensional way of thinking and you don't think outside of the norm or what you've studied or what you've been told, it's very hard to then think there is another way or believe in another way mm. right we we can only really try to play with or think of something that we we have to first believe in, yeah, so I, I obviously he believed in another way, yeah, or he, he believed there was more to it than yeah. than what was being told yeah um yeah so how how did he end up healing himself through what methods
1: well, basically he went within and and thought to himself, there is a really, really organized intelligence that is within us that actually does heal the body, um, does mend the skin, does grow things, does, um, you know, all the functions of the body. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So why can't tapping into that intelligence, connecting to that intelligence and then with intention and attention – direct that intelligence to heal his spine he he was curious about that
0: okay cool so he was right in a way that you know he noticed if you cut yourself open your body without having to do anything will start healing straight away Um, so then he wanted to take some sort of control over his healing and 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 then that's basically what it sounds like Um, taking some sort of onus or control over how your body heals or, or directing?
1: I guess he, he, it's what he talks about not being in the victim mindset, but more like a creative mindset mm. and trusting that intelligence, right? And then he further studied um, um, spontaneous remissions and people that healed spontaneously. Actually, once he, he did end up healing himself, um, he connected to the intelligence. He did it. End up healing himself and stuff. He actually made a promise that through he was meditation and, and through stuff, meditation, yeah. yeah. Did he do breath? Any breath work yeah, and stuff as yeah. well? And so, look, prior to this, he had a great foundation of yoga practices, okay. breath. Um, he was connected very highly to his body and mm-hmm. its intelligence. So you know, he was already in that um, zone, but I think he just up leveled um, and took it to another space. So. Yeah, he ended up healing himself completely to the point where he was practicing, because he was a chiropractor at that stage. He was okay. practicing um, back in his clinic 12 weeks after the accident.
0: Okay, after being told you can't walk. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And, um, you know, back to training, back to exercise. So Yeah. Um, and he made it his life's mission to actually study this and to further develop and help people to tap into their own intelligence.
0: Okay, awesome. So you've been to his retreats now twice. Mm-hmm. And like I've, I've watched things on um, YouTube and I do a daily meditation, one of his meditations every morning. Um, what, what did you find different in the first time that you went to his retreat to this time?
1: Mm, massive difference, to be honest. Um, look, it was a it was a big difference for me because the first time I went into it, you know, I was so excited, and all I wanted to do is experience the mystical. How of, long ago was that? Uh, Two thousand
0: and nineteen. Okay, so pre covid because yeah. we know we know that the way that you know the the pandemic um it reshaped the our lives and, mm. and our way of thinking a little bit as well so yep. you had a different mindset back then I, I think as well to what you would be today
1: yeah i did i did but i also can see the maturity mm-hmm. in in sort of like how i approached both events differently yeah. so the first event i was very gun-ho i wanted the mystical and i wanted this and i wanted that and mm-hmm so what ended up happening is a lot of trying happened a lot of trying happened and he always tells you not to try because um uh, that's when there's so much like tension build up in the effort whereas Mm -hmm. like when you surrender that's when the mystical and whatever that sort of Um, happens more and because it's something that you can't um, create or sort of like control and it's like when you give up the control and the need and the effort that's when actually things do happen because you're out of the way Mm -hmm. otherwise it's the you that's trying to control the outcome right yeah but you can't help it because you hear all these stories and all these other amazing people are having these events and you're like oh why can't I have it, you know, yeah. I want to yeah. I want to do that. Why is he getting it and not me? And mm-hmm. and you sort of go into that space. And I remember a funny story like it was a pineal gland meditation and it was the second one and he is so clever. He knows how to break you down enough so that you're so exhausted and tired that you literally give up. Like you're just like, fuck you this. You have no
0: choice but to oh, surrender. Oh,
1: I'm just done. I'm not yeah. doing this. I mean, I remember walking to the pineal Gland meditation. It was, I think, at about three AM, and I hated him. I was hating on him. <laughs> I was cursing him, and just thought he was. And the what worst. day? What day was this of your uh, towards of your the retreat? last? It was the first retreat towards a probably the second last or third yeah. last day of the retreat, mm-hmm. right? But he just breaks you down. He just breaks you down so that you know you can't even use will. Yeah. Um, and I just remember really inside, I was I hated him, yeah. and I thought. Do you know what? I'm I don't even want this anymore. I don't want this anymore and I'm just going to lie there and just I'm going to not even try. I don't want anything. I'm just going to do what he tells me to do, but I'm going to sleep. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um and I tell you because I had given up wanting something, yeah. it was the most amazing pineal gland meditation I had. Like right. I time traveled, I went to different dimensions, I experienced like Oh, it was, look, it was phenomenal, right? Mm-hmm. And it was because he knows, he knows this, right? It's, um, yeah. he breaks you down to the point where you're not involved anymore. Yeah, um, gets you out of the way. Yeah, the mind gets out of the way. And so then all these amazing things happen. So that was, that was cool. And mm-hmm. I also did a coherent healing and I had energy go through me. Uh, this um, retreat was different because I actually came into it without expectation, Mm-hmm. My commitment was that I'm going to go into this um, without any expectation this time and I'm just going to do what he says. I'm going to show up to the best of my ability. And the beautiful thing about this this time was I wasn't chasing the mystical. I wasn't chasing any feeling, any healing, any outcome.
0: Yeah, no expectations. And
1: I, I fell in love with me because, man – I I fell in love with how sincere I was. Mm. I fell in love with how disciplined I was. I fell in love with the commitment that I was showing. I fell in love with how heart-opened I was. I fell in love with actually being happy for other people having amazing experiences and being a part of that. And collectively, I started to look at life collectively, right? Like, hey, if that person's happening and it's in my awareness, that Mm. means, like, man, I get to experience that. Mm -hmm um and because i had that kind of thing coming into it and also during it that was my intention it actually gave me the most incredible experiences in my life this week um and i've i've really you know like he, there's people talk about like it's like a freight train of energy that goes through your system i have i experienced that about four times through the retreat And I, you know, was definitely in this – it's just – words can't explain it. It was just an amazing space. Um, And coming out of it, you know, I really do see how – because he's got a saying that says your personality creates your personal reality, Mm -hmm. right? So basically the way you show up, the way you think, the way you act, the way you speak, the way – everything, right, is – really what creates your personal reality so in order to have a different personal reality you have to be a different personality yeah and so what does that mean it means that you've got to show up completely different you have to he says you go you can't change unless your energy changes Mm -hmm. and i've already seen that just by practicing his meditations just being committed to that being sincere like sincere right naturally the changes are happening. Like I am getting up at 4.30 every morning and meditating, which, Mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't do Um, the way I don't look at the phone first thing in the morning or, um, you know, carrying myself through the whole day with the intention of what, how do I want to show up today? Do I want to show up as worthiness? Do I want to show up as unlimited? And can I hold that through the whole day? Right. So it's like because you can meditate for an hour and then go back to like that program and, you know, how you live your normal life. Well, nothing's really changed because, again, your personality creates your personal reality. Right. So if you're still acting, behaving, thinking, responding in the same old way, well, then nothing's really changed. Right. So it's about the meditation and being quality of meditation, but also in the day. How do you show up? And this is why he does walking meditations too because how do you show up with your eyes open with like the stimulation? Mm. Like what would what would love do? What would unlimitedness do, right? How would worthiness walk? How mm. would the mystical walk? There'd be no desperation. There'd be no, you know, abundance doesn't feel lack. Yeah. Abundance wants to there give. There wouldn't
0: be an, an anxious, um, running oh, out of time walk. That's or, right. Um, highly stressed out, uh, yeah. you know. Posture, yeah. let's say, even. Yeah, and I like that because you're right. A lot of people can do the little quick fix that makes it gives you the dose of a good feeling, but if you're not showing up for the rest of the day in in how you should, you're not going to see a change at all.
1: Yeah, and and what he says, right? He says that your body is addicted to the chemicals that we have, like practiced so Mm. you think about it like if you feel unworthy right there's a chemical release in your body and so over time if you've been practicing that state of being your body gets this shot of that chemical and so it then starts to crave it and it wants it right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and now this is where it's important to catch yourself when you're starting to get back into the pattern go oh fuck i feel unworthy oh hold on hold on this is my body trying to be the mind Mm -hmm. hold on let me settle myself and remind myself who i am i'm unlimited and so he says you will get an idea of what you've been practicing but how you carry yourself through today right because You know, if you really notice, you can be driving. Nothing stimulated you, but all of a sudden you feel really lack because you've practised lack.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right? Why do we need then um, certain things or people... In order for, to feel gratitude, you know, when we feel lack, we don't really need something. It just shows up all of a sudden and then the thought comes in the head, right? Because we've practiced that essence so many times. What he's trying to do is tell you during the waking day is hold on, catch yourself, understand, and now start to retrain mm-hmm. your body to feel gratitude. And the more you start to feel gratitude and you train yourself to do that, guess what? You'll have bursts of your body wanting to get the chemical hit of gratitude, but at the start, it's it's effort, right? Because you're literally changing patterns that are for a thousand years old. Yeah, it's survival patterns.
0: Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Hundred percent. Um, yeah, hundred percent. And I can take something from that too because I've been doing the work for a while now. But there's no point of um, you know, doing your practice in the morning and then the moment your four year old son's not listening. You just snap again you got to catch yourself out you got to own that and yeah. go, Hang on This is not Showing up in, in, in the way that I was an hour ago You know what I mean No I like that a lot um, So I think we'll leave That episode there About Dr Joe Dispenza And your experience um, Over the last seven days At his retreat And um, Yeah look guys If If you're curious about him, which I think you should be if you've listened to this, um, research who he is and start getting to learn about him on on YouTube. There's a lot of videos. Just type in Dr. Joe Dispenza on YouTube and he's got a lot of interviews and podcasts and whatnot and meditations for, you know, when you first wake up to even um, evening meditations. I know there's a deep sleep one that I use sometimes as well when I really need to get some quality sleep in. Um, And yeah. And
1: check out his website because it's also got the scientific research.
0: Oh, perfect. Yep, jump on his website. I've actually never even visited his website. Mm -hmm. I should. Um, So, yeah, guys, we'll leave that one there and um, hope you enjoy it. And remember to always be human and we'll catch you on the next one. Do you want to say bye, Aisha? Okay, bye. She's just looking at me (laughs) nodding. I'm like, fuck, say (laughs) goodbye to our people, please. Bye, people. (laughs)